Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast, proudly supported by Sideline Sports Grill at Arena. On this week's show, we talk to youth coach Ben Khan following the team's exit from the youth league. We discuss Roy's red card and all the usual reviews and previews. I'm Jimmy and I'm joined by Luke, Josh and Morrow. And Josh is doing his interpretive dance. We've got the stupids today. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've danced sober since like year eight dancing at school. It's hot and it's raining and it's getting to Josh. Was that like ballroom dancing? Or was it just bad dancing? It's Peter Garrett ballroom dancing. Is my volume up enough? Just check I don't it. know. Ask Karen. <laughs> Karen, is my volume up enough? Yeah, Karen. Karen? The volume for Aaron's mic is best when it's down. Zero. He's old, so we have to give him instructions. All right, walk out song. Let's see how we go. Saw this. Josh, Jimmy gave us a hint earlier today. Said it was from the Rod Stewart did the Scottish Cup draw drunk live on air. It was fucking brilliant. Have you seen the video of it? It is amazing. He's drunk get... as shit while watching. What was it just? It was only. It was only like just after the Celtic game, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Who, yeah. does, he, who does he go for? Celtic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mate, if it wasn't for him, it would have just been those other sticks. Pretty sure he's yeah. like been like a he Celtic fantastic. fan for like 60, 70 years. He was fantastic. Well, our draw's quite stiff. Who do you think would be a good drunk for us? Well, I'll see if I've got some audio. Just give me a sec. Oh, shut up, Rod. So people say I don't know what old music is. I know who Rod Stewart is. Getting down to the big boys now. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, <laughs> Celtic. That's a massive ball. Here we go. Just wait. It's it gets quite funny. Play number six, Greenick. What number? Number nine. <laughs> number nine, Inverness <laughs> Caledonian Thistle. Oh. <laughs> you got to watch the video. He takes a massive dive well, into the Rangers. <laughs> He's off his face. We'll play number six, Greenick Morton. Thank you, gentlemen. That concludes the, oh, that the draw for the <laughs> fifth round of the William Hill <laughs> Scottish Cup. These ties will be played in the weekend of the 11th. And 12th of February. The guy tries to shake his hand and he's just looking elsewhere. <laughs> anyway, Rod, so Rod, thank you very much for pulling nice. the home teams. And Alan, thank you very thank much. You. Back to you, David. David, back to you. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. I like that. What a classic. Yeah, quality. Right. Um, We've all been there. News. Monty is becoming an Aussie on Thursday. Aussie, hey, good on you, mate. Oi, oi, oi. Glad to hear it. So hopefully this opens up an international hopefully, position um, for us. Do you reckon he, as soon as he gets his citizenship, he's going to do a thongy? I hope so. We can only hope. Off the skillion, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, what? Do you reckon it would open up the gates for us to sign uh, international? Oh, Maybe Italian or something like that? Maybe. <laughs> German? Are we doing this now? Or? European, South American, now, or? that'd be nice. Are we doing it One now? of them. You never know. Who are you going to sign? Asian? Josh is trying to... Divert nationalities. <laughs> Italians are good. <laughs> okay, no, so... Aussie? We... we Aussie, Aussie. We oi, heard... Oi, oi. We've, there's been a lot of talk about who we're going to sign and everything like that. So uh, Mick Komet from Coast FM tweeted uh, not Love long... Love you, Mick. Love you, Mick. Not long after Love the uh, youth game on the weekend that we're not going to be 
signing for Kundo Akusar. Uh, he's apparently going to go Lovely to pronunciation. Was it? I yes. did try. Um, that he's apparently going to the that. Victorian Premier League or the MPL, whichever whatever you want to call it, to get some game time and I assume get some physicality up because he is very tiny and the brief moment that I watched him, um, I thought he looked all right, but obviously the club think that he's not quite ready. So, um, and there's well. I don't know if we mentioned his name the other week, but Connor Chapman uh, was on the radar. But that's gone. That's gone. He's gone to Korea. So We didn't mention his name. We just alluded. Oh, was it, Itchi, okay, was it Itchy on United? Yeah, I think so. So, obviously... Itchy on. With, I love that. With, Itchy on. With, I think it's actually... Itchy on. Inchong, isn't it? Oh, something like that. Fucking idiots. Uh, with no transfer fees between A-League clubs, obviously Melbourne City are going to take that um, when they can get some money for him. Whereas if he comes here, they get nothing. So... That's out the window, and there's nothing floating around unless Josh wants to say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can confirm on the podcast we're signing uh, an Argentinian striker from uh, Barcelona. He's so Argentinian. Um, He's from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> he travels well, this dude. I tried to hand you the reins so you could do it yourself. Do you want to do it or not? Uh, yeah, we're signing Balotelli. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll do it for Josh because he's a wimp. Um, <laughs> so we've heard of two names floating around, but Josh doesn't want us to say the names. Don't, don't want me to say it. Okay, it's up to you. You're the one that got the info, so right, go for from it. My, from my um, master food sources. Um, <laughs> Good, I like that. So apparently Mork... Stefan Mork is a possibility on loan from wherever he is now. Rodo? No, he's uh, at NEC, but that's on loan from somewhere else. Oh, okay. Is it? From City, yeah. So we're going for a, the on loan, on loan, on loan. Are you sure he's only on loan from City? I thought they um, bought him. Yeah, I was pretty sure they did. I'll triple check that, but keep talking. I think, I think they that. bought him. But um, if that is true, that's essentially what we need. Cause, and then... Um, I'd rate more highly. Should I say his name or keep the suspense? So it's another you, apparently another, another person we're looking at is a Italian striker who was at youth, who was an Arsenal youth player, but has floated around England and the lower leagues of Italy. So he's a striker. He's, according to Wikipedia, he's a striker or a winger. So sorry, yeah, they interesting. Did, they times. did sign. Mork did sign for NEC. Sorry, yeah. So I, well, that, yeah, that's why we're trying. Might be trying to get him on loan. I rate Mork really highly. Um, Me too. Uh, he did. I'm fairly certain he did start off as a winger, and then he sort of transitioned into the midfield. Um, and he was going really well before he left. I when he was when the rumours were that he was going to be out from Adelaide, I was hoping that we'd actually look at him. But he obviously went to Melbourne City, and it's worked out for him, sort of. Um, because he obviously got noticed playing there and then ended up overseas. But um, I'm going to guess, sorry to cut you off, that he might not be getting game time over there. That might be why we're looking at him I online. assume not, yeah. He's so. only seen one game. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, we've said it time and time again, the number 10 is Would what you, we need. Are, are we all four of us saying that that would be a good good, good thing? Yes. Well, we do yep. need a decent attacking midfielder, and he seems to fit the bill. And he fits Ocon's young Aussie. Doesn't take up an international well. sport either. So, yeah. and he would know Ocon as well. He's yeah. a young soccer, isn't that? So it does make sense. How old is he? Uh, well, he'd only be 20, 22, 23. Yeah. So he's yeah. in that same mould as Galloway, same mould as kind of Payne, yeah. all of that kind of thing. Yeah, yep. that's it. So and just back back to the um, Monty citizenship thing, real quick. 
it's sort of, I guess, the elephant in the room is that oh, he's Fabio isn't getting it. Mork is 21. 21. So it's 21. slightly younger. Mm. Um, yeah, but I guess the elephant in the room is that Fabio's not getting um, his Australian citizenship, which is what the rumour was or what the word was for a long time that uh, both Monty and him were going to get it. So to me, reading between the lines, that says that he's probably not going to be here next season. Yeah. While we're on international players as well, Tavares will probably be out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. We didn't really, we haven't mentioned that, have we? We, uh, we saw him at youth. Luke uh, asked him. Oh, it's Harry, but yeah. Oh, Harry. Sorry, I mate. Want, I don't want the credit. And uh, he said he was going into surgery, would have been yesterday. Yeah, so Monday, yesterday. Um, he said he was having surgery on his ankle. And the first words out of his mouth when we asked him how the injury was, was that he was out for the season. I think he said last month, if I'm lucky, but yeah, probably he said out for the season. He's hopeful to be back for the last month, but I don't, I somehow don't see it happening. And there's there's no chance of an injury replacement because, as far as I know, injury replacements can only come in if they're confirmed uh, to be out for three months or longer, so an ACL or mm. something along the, along those lines. So, um, what do you think about the cousins then? If that's the case. They're gone. Yeah, sorry. I'm yeah. concerned. There's, yeah. Fatty scored an own goal in the youth league. I think that cost them the match. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't good, was it? Certainly didn't give them the start that they needed. Against uh, Sydney, of all people. So, as as you might hear in the Khan interview a bit later, the, for the, the first team players get priority over youth league players. And if we'd had... Um, Stensness? Yeah. The young boat? Yeah. But it's oh, obviously... Obviously, it's hard for many um, because he has to essentially do what what the people above him and that want. And obviously, A League takes the preference over youth. But having Fatih there and even even Posco to some degree throughout the balance of what the youth squad has been doing, and in the end, it unfortunately cost them. But um, you know, I I thought maybe if Tavares was going to stay, we might manage to somehow hold on to Tavares, and then Fatih would go. But if Tavares is going to go, then Fatih is definitely going to go. And at this stage, one's out for the season and the other's injury-prone and only just coming back through youth and didn't really play that well. So It's disappointing really, isn't it? And uh, we might as well touch on the, the – or take that a little bit further that um, it's in a way it's a shame what impact that has on what was a really good opportunity for the youth guys. If they'd had their standard uh, centre-back pairing, then just maybe we wouldn't be talking about them losing. We might be thinking about them being in the grand final and all of that for a player who may or may not be back at 100% and scored the own goal and another player who has struggled with his fitness and we I'd like to see him back at 100% and back in the team. But will we see that against Perth? Probably not. <clears throat> no, so, I don't think so. I so think, look, at watching, I think most of us in this room, the four of us, we've watched every home game. Um, me and Josh have seen two away games as well. We would have beat Sydney on the weekend if we had our normal lineup. And uh, that's, you know, it's hard for Ben to say because he has to do what um, what anybody else wants, really. But I'm confident that we would have beaten them if we had our normal lineup. So it's a hard juggling act, but in the end, it hasn't worked. And um, it's unfortunate for the boys because they did play well after a sloppy early goal. And then the last two goals that we can see to just us trying to get on the counter and that. So Especially the last one. We really were pouring forward when... When we finally conceded that. Yeah. Shout out to the people who turned up, though. Big crowd. Yeah, big crowd. Yep. Very big crowd. More Mini grandstand? 
Yeah, there was a grandstand there. More than a 1,000, I estimated. Just going back to the game, I thought Sydney were just playing counter against us when they sort of sat back, especially in the second half. Mm. They uh, sat back and tried to withstand all our attacks and then broke on the on the counter and scored two late goals, which sucked the life out of the game, really. Yeah, well, I think um, they knew that Bingers wasn't there and obviously yeah. he played the last time we played Sydney FC and maybe... They they knew that that threat up front wasn't really there as much, so they were confident to sit we, back. We had a couple of chances that if Bingham was on the field, I'm confident that he would have gone close or even scored. Yeah, you know, Wales was it Wales hit the crossbar at one point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's 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 unfortunate for him, but um, I did really want to win that game. But at the end of the day, the MPL is where um, I want to see us do better. I think that counts more than what youth does. Um, as you'll hear Benny say later, the youth is sometimes being described as, you know, a pre-season for the NPL. So, interesting. But if your Mr Gossip is right, Josh, what do you think about the striker? Because um, we, we briefly spoke about it before. Kind of throws a spanner in the works a little bit. Yeah, I... You can't really judge a player from YouTube highlights. Hello, Phil Moss. Like you, you see, you see some of his hey. some of his YouTube highlights videos. You're like, uh, we was okay Phil, Phil Moss looks good on YouTube highlights. On mute was that was that for real? <laughs> was that like a real story though that Malik Mane was signed via a YouTube video? Probably it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Signed because of his cousin. I was going to say the video was of his cousin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, Sadio. <It's> but <laughs> if the this striker story is true, it's obviously going to appease fans, but it. Would be for next season, not this season. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, I don't know. He might come in in this window, maybe, or it might take longer. But I, it, it, people, when, when Monty gets citizenship, that'll, that'll mean that that one international spot's open. So yeah. it, it's a possibility, but I'm more inclined to think that it'll be for next season. People are going to be pissed off if we don't sign someone of half a quality during this window. Yeah. People are going to be seriously angry. And then, understandably so. Yeah, well, I will be as well because we need it badly. Um, and the the whole thing about the striker thing is we were trying to think. Well, so far, Ocon really hasn't really changed the game plan from playing one up the top, and we have Roy. And then Roy being out this week, you know, Roy being out, um, you know, he might still be frustrated. We spoke to him last week. He seemed, um, if you read between the lines, he seemed pretty confident that he was going to re-sign, but. We don't know how things are going. He, he answered the question really well. The way he was like, "Oh, um, if I like the direction the club's moving in, I'll well, sign." I, I think that's a fair point. I think yeah. if he sits back and he says, "Well, they're not spending enough. They're not doing enough to try and move up the table," then why am I going to stay? Yeah, I think a striker. What is he? Thirty. Thirty-one. Thirty-one or something like that. Sort of maybe not. Maybe in the prime, I don't know. Just past his prime, yeah, really. He, you know, he still wants to win things and that, so I don't blame him for being frustrated at all. Yeah. But if this guy does come in... Um, That's what I was immediately thought of. Um, yeah. If if we're looking... Oh, it's, it's very early stages, though. I don't even know if there's been contact between the club and this player. It was yeah. very early stages, so it could nothing could happen, but it was something. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I guess it, it still throws the the whole spanner in the works about, well, what's going to happen up front then? Because if they're looking for a striker to play up top and we're still going to play with one up there, 
then could we be moving to a four four two? Well, yeah, or that, or does that mean that Roy's gone? Does that mean that Blake and other people, you know, are going to not be here because they're going to have to make way if he, if say if um, Fabio does go, then is he coming in for as a to play as like a winger, which apparently if he can play. Fabio on the wing. does go and Tavares in Fati. There's three spots that. Ocon will definitely want to use. Yeah, and that's three spots that I think we'll have come the end of the season. Now, moving on to Roy's Red. We'll talk about this outside of the game. Um, Now, the club did not appeal um, for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, if they did appeal and the MRP found it still to be a red, then Roy would get two weeks or longer than the one week that he got. Yeah. And the other reason is, is that they had to prove without doubt that it wasn't going to be at least a yellow, which they couldn't do, so they didn't do it. Yeah. So with the Berisha incident, um, Victory had a case to prove that, um, you know, it wasn't even worth a yellow. So that's why they... Sean put up a status on the members That's what I'm referencing to now, yeah. But, you know, some of our listeners, dear listeners, aren't on that group, so... So Wisely so, sometimes, maybe. The difference between Roy's red... And not being overturned, or not a chance of being it over, overturned, and Barisha's one being overturned is that, um, just quoting Sean here, the difference for us is the fact that Roy looks at the defender and the footage confirms contact was made. Whereas with the Barisha, Barisha one, yeah. contact, no they can't prove that, that Barisha made contact mm. and that it was an obvious error. Meaning that that's, why, that's still, why he got, got off. Possibly still could have been a yellow card, and that's what we didn't want to be found. But then Correct. that obviously feeds into the oh the Melbourne and Sydney bias yeah. within the FFA. The conspiracy theories are yeah. good fun, um, but they don't help themselves when they keep on doing things like this, and it makes it look like it's more obvious. But I think the worst part is that the club's hands are essentially tied because of the way the MRP operates, yeah. which is crap. Um, you know, I think just because there's clear video footage of what is it basically a hand on the upper neck or you know mm. it just because you can see that doesn't mean that it sh- should be a one game ban or it should be a red or um if anything the fact that there is clear video of it should mean that he should get off to me anyway well doesn't it mean the mrp have looked at it and decided that it was a red aren't they forced to look at it because the the red card was given, so regardless of whether or not they think it's guilty or um, not guilty, yeah, they have to look at the it's extremely extremely complicated. So then they make that, a decision. They go about it. So once they've looked at it and they have to look at it because a red card was given, then they have to make a decision about what the appropriate penalty is. So if they've made a decision that the standard one week for the offence, is prob- the well, they probably think it is a red card then because it was contact to, to the they face. Have to have. Agree. They have to have decided it's a red card because don't they otherwise decide that it isn't? They have that within their charter that if it well, it's an incident on the ball, which is lucky for us. If it was off the ball, then I was about know, to say it, it, it gets, it gets so deep and complicated for something that really shouldn't be that yes. complicated. But it's underlying all on this the ball, off the ball, all this stupid shit, and now we're without our number one striker. But underlying all of this is that the MRP have effectively decided it was a red card offence, and that and that's what they they've upheld it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think given. is insane. Um, especially and that's what we're pissed about. Yeah, especially when you listen to Ocon after the game who saw the ref running over to the linesman with a yellow card out. So the ref's obviously seen it, thought it was a yellow. And I think even us in here will 
probably go, okay, it's a yellow, but a red is just nuts. Too much. It's insane. It's way too much. And then, again, wasn't it, didn't someone, didn't I read it was the same linesman that sent Barisha off? Well, somebody did claim that in one of our social media groups, but I don't know that. Not 100% on that, but either way, it's a linesman, again, having just such an influence on the game. And, yes, the refs have been bad this year, but I think the linesmen have arguably been worse. Yep. Agreed with that. A lot of offsides. And they continued um, them this weekend yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Even if you go all the way back to when we played the Wanderers at Spotless, the missed handball that was right in front of the linesman, everything like that, that sometimes the refs do cop a bit of the blame for. But I think the linesmen have been horrendous. Yep. And um, I think, you know, the they just seem to be digging their heads into the ground. Yeah, the refs. Uh, what I think is most disappointing is that we haven't heard one word or seen one written word about the um, the issue of players and their interrelations with the fish, the officials at the game. The fact that the city players surround the lines. Oh, person, I'm glad you brought this up. That was meant to be a yellow card this year. Well, as far as I'm aware, any was that player was, was that only in the Premier League or was that I thought it was, it was FIFA directive, wasn't it? Was I, it? I think we've seen players as recently as this weekend. Was it Cal Fowler who got a yellow card in one of the most recent games? For He just spoke to the linesman. That was it. I'm guessing he didn't say, I hope you have a nice day. But mm. but whatever he said, it was, it was unacceptable for him to have ran and said that to the lines person. Well... Why is it now acceptable for this to happen, and why aren't why isn't anyone except Paul Ocon commenting on the fact that players have just sort of developed this stupid habit now of involving themselves Buzanis in being, at the other end of the pitch, being enemy number one for Ocon on the weekend, Buzanis running just acting like a wanker, yeah, like and and it's a it's a growing mm. thing. He did it to Aloisi. We've had other players do it with linesmen running over linesmen. Yeah, and I'm I'm not on the Tim Cahill hate wagon like most people, but that whole thing that he has about walking off players that have been red carded shits me to tears. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop making it all about you. Get on camera. Just relax. That's all he's doing is getting on camera. Ah, hey, that's that, the one thing that shits me about him. Everything just, else I can handle. But I bet you he shook Roy's hand. I'd have to look again, but I think every time he shakes someone's hand, there's a little cash register that goes ka-ching. I was hoping Roy would smack him. <laughs> No, right. he, he's going to headbutt him, but no, smacking. The forum is on this Friday at 6.30 at the Central Coast Leagues Club Scenic Room. Bring your popcorn. So, <laughs> well, so, there's, there's lots of really compelling this, questions that people want to ask, and this will be I fun. imagine that I'm going to see lots them ask those. stupid ones too. Well, surely they're going to ask those What's ones. What's your number, Mike? There's a lady on uh, Facebook. She's got heaps of questions for Charlesworth. I can't tell if she's a lady she or probably not, won't turn she's up, got though. one of those faceless heads. But um, she's got a lot why of you questions. Know, why you know by soccer player? That's him. Yeah. Her. Why you know by soccer ball player? Yep. Um, she should be all over him like a rash. Well, there's lots of people that continually uh, ask things on the members page. and they, But they'd never say anything to his yeah, face, though. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see if these people rock up and actually ask him in person. Because if they do, if they do, then great. But if they don't, then, well, this is your chance and you missed it. So now you, you can know shut what? up. I think the Leagues Club actually do sell popcorn. I hope so. Really? They used to. Because we were talking about it before, we're all going to go. Popcorn um, and beer. Oh, do you want me to grab the popcorn? If you want. I'll go to, yeah, I'll go buy some. Um, go, to, go to Hoyt's, buy 10 large. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to go and sit up in the back corner with some beers and some popcorn and just watch it all unfold. Um, can we talk about next week, what we might be doing or not? Yeah. So yeah. We, we, we might be having Mike on here next week anyway. 
So depending yeah, on um, your schedule. So we were we were looking at um, talking to Mike on the podcast, but we didn't really want to double up on the forum and the podcast. Um, and originally he was only meant to be here for two days, but now he might be extending his stay. So we might get him on the Wednesday. So we'll see how we go. Um, as soon as we know, we'll let you guys know and um, you can get your questions in for him. If you can't make the, the forum, it's a good opportunity to uh, ask your questions and get them answered. Yeah, but when we did it last season. Yeah, we had about um, four months notice. So. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. But So we need everyone's help. Um, but... I thought it was really good, and I think lots of people that listened to it agreed that you know, he was very honest I about it. I expected a 10-minute interview, and we got an hour and a half out of him. Yeah, I think same. So. Yeah. so, you know, we, some of us in here, we agree, and we disagree with the way that he has done things. So um, we're definitely going to ask all those next week if we have him here in person. And anyone who has questions should feel safe to ask those questions, no matter how ridiculous they think they are. Yeah. Even those ones that I was thinking of from faceless people. And if, if they, they are ridiculous, them. if they are ridiculous, we will call them out and laugh at them. Yeah, and if we don't do that, then Mike will no doubt come up with some sort of answer for their ridiculous question and could, you know, that's... We definitely need luck to do a stupid things on Facebook and like have him read one out. <laughs> That's a good idea. But this, you know, Mr. this Charlton, Mr. Charlton. Hello, Mike. By the way, if you if you're listening, yeah, apparently he listens, which is kind of scary. But um, if you do have a question, this is your chance to ask. The Facebook page after we lose six nil, he's not going to answer. This is <laughs> this is when he's going to answer. All right, as annoying as that is, this is when he will answer. So get there and ask, and that way you can stop talking shit on Facebook. I don't know why he doesn't answer question, you know, comment six on the Facebook post. I know. Yeah, we, it's we, every we single do. person. <laughs> I honestly yeah. don't know why he doesn't reply to the question. Of why, why you know? Why, why you know by player? Why we know by soccer ball player? I wonder why he doesn't answer those. <laughs> we were talking about this before. We we actually have a Mike Charlesworth that is a member of the club. That's a coastie. Really? And, and every, a John Hutchinson. Yeah. And every time Mike writes somewhere. On the Mariners, people think page. it's actually the owner. It gets heaps and heaps of likes, and I'm like, "What's the bet?" Some people think that's him. <laughs> that's how well, silly some, some of people our fa- are. Some of our fans are really dumb, so it wouldn't put wouldn't be surprise me. They are, but we love them still. We need all we need all we can get. <laughs> we think you're dumb, but we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. Um, retro round this weekend. Are you guys going? No. Fair what? Enough. Um, no, I've jumped yeah. off. I'm jumping oh, off. Right, wedding. so I national, go to games anymore. national Youth League kickoff is at 2 o'clock. No one cares about that. We're not in it. Next. Then the pre-match um, commences at the Bowls Club at 2.30. Uh, we've got some special guests coming, including Svonsike and um, Damien Brown's going to be there. And Matt Crowell and lots of stuff. Um, then we're going to have a, a jersey raffle at about quarter past four. So I saw a Kwasnick jersey there from 0506 that could Quasaldino. be worth That is worth that about is probably $20. <laughs> if it comes with Quas in it. Okay, so I've got the full list here. Um, 0506, we've got Kwasnick, which is a jersey we all want, I believe. Yep. Um, 0910, we've got Simon. And then 1011, Hearfield and McBreen. That Hearfield one apparently comes with a little plastic bag. <laughs> um, and a syringe. 1213, we've got Sainsbury and Boich. Oof, that Sainsbury one will go pretty good. Boich comes with a hat. 
Sainz, yes. Bowich, no. Does Bowich come with like a, the tweet on the back to me that said, who are you? <laughs> you bet your tweet numbers. You, and your followers, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah I was, you remember that, don't you? When I I tweeted I tweeted Pedge, I was like... When he was at Sydney. Yeah, when, when we signed real, I was like, thanks for making way for a kid who's 100 times better than you. <laughs> and, he, and he replied straight on. He's like, sorry, do I know you? <laughs> so we got 13, oh, 14. God. Uh, Fitzgerald. Kim. Nope. Remember him? Ugh. Oh, Kim. Verners, which is a FFA Cup jersey. Uh, Griffiths, which is an ACL jersey. Duke, he's a drum roll, ready. I wouldn't mind the Dukey one. Dukey was my favourite player. The one that everyone wants, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Rue, Flores, uh, Penjurovic, Bingham, Trefiro and Kalic. Um, Flores. Kalic. Um, Flores and 15, Slater. 16, we have Bosnar. Oh, I can't wait to get my hands on that one. Some of them are not as retro as I thought. They're very. Some of them are very recent. Yeah. I want Kim's jersey just it, for the way just, he celebrated that one goal in front of us. Is it just because there's like none of those, or not many of those, 05, 06, 06, 07 jerseys left anymore? To be honest, a lot of them are probably sold because they have been trying to get rid of all the old stuff for a long time. So. Yeah. Well, at Club Tugger here, there used to be a two-story house just absolutely full mm. of gear. Yeah, and ever since, ever since yeah. that's been knocked down, every youth game, every plume thing that we do or whatever, they're all there for sale. So. And a lot of them have been sold. Bought. There's not many left. No. The ones that are left are in our. They're on the nice the wink and nod there. Get, around. Giddy up, horsey. Right, yeah. Right. Um, okay, there's a 24. Well, at the moment, there's a 24 seater minibus um, going down to Canberra. Uh, they're trying to get it into a coach, not the bus into the coach, but they're trying to move upgrade into a coach. Uh, tickets are $70 for the whole package, including a lunch, drink, and return travel, and of course, stadium admission. Um, and next week we're going to have some more information on the Wanderers, Sydney FC and Newcastle games for buses. Um, it's apparently going to be a good deal, $65 each, or you can do all three for 130 So that includes, um, that includes drinks and stuff as well. So a that should snack be good. pack or something? Yeah, a snack pack and a, yeah, a lot dinner pack or and, something. Yeah. Yeah, a halal good. snack pack. That's good so, pricing, <laughs> you know, that's Good pricing. Jeez, if, if they're serving HSPs on the bus, I'm in. We'll have more info on that That makes sense. That, ma- that definitely makes sense for Wanderers away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken a while to get here, but it's Fred's question. Now that Roy is being rested for the week, Bingers or Blake up front? Or do you think he may do something different? I think, yeah, Powell will go up front. And who, who plays number 10, though? Uh... Mariner, hashtag Mariner's probs. <laughs> Probably Fabio. Oh, yeah, true. And then when you, then you start trending out wide. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, but I I think Power will go up front, but I want Bingers to go up front. I want him to get his Because chance. he didn't play youth, so we're that thinking... That is a loud door. That's really it loud. Is. Bingers yeah. didn't play youth, Jesus so we're Christ. thinking that... And no one came out of it. It's a ghost. <laughs> um, I think Bingers really impressed in youth. Um, the last time he played, Scott a scored a double. Header. Yeah, cracking header, scored a penalty. Um, I think with Roy out, he deserves his chance because he hasn't really got much. So, I'm going for rotating Powell and Bingers. What about Fletcher? Oh wait, mm. bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
salty. Do you? He's, um, not, he's not salty. I saw him at the game on Saturday. No, yeah. So did I. Yeah. I walked yeah. straight past him and I thought, what the hell is he doing here? Do you think Bosco and Fatty will be back and do we want them to be back? I want Bosco to be back. Uh, of course. Yeah, because I don't want Liam Rose Fatty to be playing be. bloody centre-back. So, yes. So, you, you're telling me we've got a natural centre-back in Bosco Aero playing centre-back. Insane. That'll be unbelievable, wouldn't Incredible. it? Incredible. Rather than playing midfielders at centre-back. Um, yeah, I don't want Liam Rose playing centre-back anymore. That's not fun. No. No. Bring we out, we um, love we love Rosie, but he's not a centre back. Yeah, bringing back in Posco, um, you know, I th- he was maybe a little bit rusty on the weekend, but that's probably understandable. Um, whether he will come straight back in, I don't know, because he hasn't played or trained really properly for a long he time. Probably might, up until this week, might be bench. He might be, but um, I don't know if he'll start. But I want him to. We need him. I think he'll come off the bench because it, I don't think that one youth run will be enough for Paolo, so I think he'll want some more. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's not Liam Rowe's spot. Um, on the subject of out of position, um, probably Jake McGing's best game on the weekend, played as a holding midfielder. Because that's his natural True. position. Mm. Got ma- got a um, team of the week position on the bench, I think. Round pegs and round holes. Seems to work. Well, it is what we what we've been doing in the past, but accurate analogy there. You know, I think plenty of people have been saying Jake's the holding midfielder, and he played well there. In fact, he was arguably our best player, except that Izzo made saves. He would have been. Izzo was very good. So, just putting that in there. Right here. All right, reviews. We kicked off the round away at Melbourne City, losing two one. Jake McGing was good as a holding midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Uh, good I thought, segue. I thought Izzo, Izzo was very good. Um, Izzo was on fire again. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't know what to say. Best game. It was just frustrating. It was frustrating because for me we, we weren't we, that incredibly we weren't, terrible. We weren't allowed a chance to win the game with Roy being sent off. Stationary no. defending against Cahill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Again. Yes. Ball watching. But um, just when it looked like we were about to um, make our move, so to speak, Roy gets sent off. Mm. And everything, was, everything goes to shit. FYI, I wasn't watching the game live because I was doing something else, but I watched the game on replay and I only watched the game on replay because I knew we were going to be on the podcast talking about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched it because I don't like watching replays of us losing. I, I hate watching us on TV full stop. Definitely. Shit, part Part timer. Um, I think the first first like fifteen or twenty minutes we struggled, and um, but I think I don't know it was weird. It was like after the red card we sort of we sort of lost any chance we had to win, but we played okay except for that final third, which obviously we missed Roy. Um, but remember again, that remember that break we had in the second half where Payne just completely shredded someone down the left, and he put in the cross and. There was no one there to no put it in. There, so. No, and that was what was difficult for us. But we seemed quite efficient around the rest of the pitch and mm. um, there were things to like about us. We didn't concede any more goals after... Well, we did concede more goals. Sadly, the one that lost us the game. But Friggin' Cahill. I, we, I really wish there was something horrendous about us so that I could say we were horrem- horrendous in this way, but I can't we, say that because we weren't that horrendous. We weren't that bad. I don't think we were that bad. No, and what I liked about us, I'm going to go on about it a bit more than I already have, is that um, Mc, what I liked about McGing is that he plays the ball quickly. And I've had a few retorts along the lines of yes and uh, that, that his balls don't always go to their player, but 
But if you play the ball quickly, players move more quickly and I think they would get used to that and the speed of that movement at times caused more problems for our opposition than I think we mostly do. So, And City's defence, like, City's defence is pretty bad. They've got some, they've got good stuff going going forward, but at the back, I don't think they're that good. And there's a bit of a habit of losing the plot with them, isn't there? Yeah. Do you think this is what's going to cost them the league? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Defence wins leagues. Yep. As, oh, Not you, to mention consistency. For, I'm, I, I, I played striker, so I'm always going to be infamous on goals and scoring, but if you watch enough football, you know that defence wins titles. Usually the team that's considered the least goals throughout the whole season is the one that wins the league. Not Spurs. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was, yeah, I, you know, I... Five on Newcastle. I um, I hate to go full refs uh, for losing a game, but I think the refs really did influence it with Roy getting the red card. I just any any hope that we had it left us with just about no hope. And the way that Kale got involved, can he just like yeah, love him? F off, what a dick. But I think Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, as annoying as it all is, if you look at the table right now, it's not good looking. At no. all, especially after other results on the weekend. So, luckily Adelaide lost, so we're not well, yeah. last. Yeah, but we needed Sydney to beat Adelaide by four, I think it was to stay to well, get off last. But yeah, they're still level on points, but so even, we're still a chance. Even if you just look at the points, so obviously we're both on ten points. So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> Next, did you like that picture? It was good, very good. <laughs> Thank you. It's um, because Dumb and, Dumb and Dumber is a great movie. That's true. Next is the Scummers. Above Adelaide on 17 points. So we're essentially already two and a bit games away yep. from getting away from Adelaide. And um, unfortunately, I think Adelaide have more quality than what we do. Mm-hmm. And if it clicks and they go on some sort of run, we're going to be left for dead last. Yeah, that's, so that's my thinking as well. Either we need to sign some players and make it quick or the players mm. that we have need to step up or ship out. I swear we say it every week, but we... <laughs> Simple as that. Football is about winning. We just need to win game. Try and win games. Yeah. Starting starting Saturday Arvo against Perth would be nice, but Perth, we're going to get to that. But I think Perth are in some decent form. They just beaten. It's not not easy to beat the victory. So mm. they're coming into it with decent form, and they'll probably expect to win. So it'll be a tough game. Yeah, I said this before the Wellington game the other week. The, the time for excuses and all that's up. We just need to start winning and need to start getting points because. I think one spoon, not everyone, but most people that um, Josh breathing heavily into the microphone there. Um, <laughs> most Just channeling my inner Darth Vader. <laughs> most people, hey, baby. <laughs> um, most people that could that could understand uh, where we were could maybe accept one spoon, <sighs> but two spoons not acceptable. Hmm. I think at the start of the season when we. Sacked our coach, because that's what you can do, what you do do, five weeks out from the start that's of the season. That's what all professional then, clubs uh, do. Haven't you heard it? Yeah. I, I hoped, hoped, prayed might be a better word. I prayed that we had a chance of actually turning around the troops that we had uh, hired. Hired, Josh. Hey, you bummy. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we had a small chance of turning around our horrendousness, and most of that seems to have disappeared. Mm, because it doesn't matter which way you look at it, we're still last. We are still last, and sadly... I Unless ca- you turn the table up the wrong way. Yeah, then it's good. Then yeah. we're then we're equal top. Mm. Well, you said any way which you look at it, if you're hanging upside down. Mm. 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 But then does the table run that way? Yeah, mm. true. Plot right. twist. 
Sorry, you got anything else to say about the game? I just like that. That subtle. Sorry, I don't want to say anything. No one, no one's it. listening anymore. No, they've all, they've all switched off. It's boring. And We've crap. taken our silly pools today. I think. <laughs> right, um, Friday night, Sydney beat Adelaide two nil. Yeah, pretty run of the road. Win, win this. Good for us. Adelaide didn't really do anything. No, and um, apparently Guardiola is on his way out as well. He was on the bench. Um, for that game, apparently he's going back to Spain, I assume. Um, but yeah, run of the road win for Sydney. Um, Ryan Grant, like two this, goals in four minutes, and this game is over. this thing that made everybody angry. Mm. I'm finger pointing right now because I'm angry. Roy gets that red card for <laughs> Roy gets that red card for basically a hand on the upper neck. Ryan Grant just about almost breaks some guy's leg and doesn't get what he can. No, he did get a yellow. Got a good yellow, yellow, and that's yellow. all he got. That's the most straight red card I've ever seen in my life. And he, and he doesn't get it, which makes Roy's Studs up right under the shin. Like yeah, over the top of the ball. Broken leg territory. It makes Roy's thing all the more frustrating. And then he gets an assist later on, so he shouldn't mm. even be on the pitch. And it just drives me nuts, but yeah. That's how it's been working Didn't most he get of the season. Both? That, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think he assisted both goals. I thought that... That um, that Grant incident was pretty soft, especially compared to the Bobo, um, you know, waist high challenge on a near broken leg, soft. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I didn't. Is this the one earlier in the season? Or no, no, no. the Bobo. That's uh, play on in all age, mate. Season, but uh, but yeah, no, I I have to say that while I I get what people are pointing the finger at, the the amount of contact negligible. Controversial. Right, on Saturday, Wellington nil, Brisbane won. I didn't watch this game, so I got nothing. Wellington's win streak comes to an end via a McLaren, what was it, like the 89th minute winner? Yeah. Um, Wellington, I don't Do you know. want to talk about this game? The, mo- the most interesting part of this game Right, next was, game. No, 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 no. You I want to talk finished. about it, Jimmy. You want to talk about it. The only interesting part of this game was... McLaren starting on the bench, and why is he not starting games? And why is he on the bench? It's it's, it's all the contract. Seems talk. like yeah, Aloisi playing mind games with him. Yeah, well, imagine if Ocon did that to Roy right now during yeah, the contract negotiations. The pitchforks, the pitchforks would be out. That'd be insane. McLaren's easily members forum would probably blow up. I think so. McLaren's probably the best young <laughs> Aussie striker, and he's not even playing, not even starting. That's stupid. Mm. Well, yeah. you know, looking for something bright out of this game, and there wasn't very many bright things. Then, Especially not the Wellington weather. Then you pay a tip to draw, and Jimmy and I tip Brisbane. So God damn it. Just putting that out there. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was looking for something positive to say about the game, because there really wasn't that much. No. Fantastic. People tried to talk it up, but I didn't find it very all that exciting. Right, Perth 2, Melbourne 1. <laughs> Victory. Upset? Perth coming from bit, behind. A little, little bit of an upset, but although... Perth uh, victory had Perth and Wellington away yeah. in a row. Yeah, it's, it's it's an upset when you look at the form, I guess. But I'm still I'm thinking that maybe victory had one eye on Australia Day. I think so. And the clash, the Did showdown, like, um, the big blue. That's what happens when you start Austin. <gasps> Did you like Castro's showmanship? Oh, oh, Brox- Broxham's career was ended. Broxham should have retired straight after that. <laughs> he was absolutely shredded. Announced my retirement uh, due to Diego Castro wrecking me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Castro. He's such a good player. I'm so yeah, glad. That I wish we had him. To be honest, yeah, he's the player that we need. He's what Fabio should be. But 
Perth are not that team that's, without him. That's another story. But no, they're, they're Perth not. are a, yeah completely they're different team when he's, when he's not there. But um, it's not a surprise coming from a player who's played what over two hundred games in La Liga. Yeah. So obviously it should be decent if he's played that many games in a top top league like that. Yeah, it does sort of. It did sort of throw. Like Garcia. <laughs> Except he hasn't Garcia been retired like for two 40. years. <laughs> yes. it, it did. It did sort of throw the um, the the first place sort of sort of a bit because if Victory had won that, they would have been very close to Sydney. And, and you're then. saying you're thinking now that if Sydney win on Australia Day, the they've Premier's play is almost wrapped I'd up. Say so, they've yeah. got it wrapped up, I reckon. Me too. Which is a shame because I thought Victory were making their way back to putting some pressure on them, and that could have mm. been quite interesting. But I don't think it will get So they're still going to finish below us? or <laughs> Victory? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you idiot. Because at the moment, I'd, forgot, because, I'd because forgotten as, about that. As we agreed earlier, we're turning the table up. At the, the moment, way. it's physically impossible. <laughs> yes. There's no chance. Mathematically. Unless there's a salary cap. Well, that, that's, that's going in the end of season, isn't it? That clip of everyone saying, oh, we're going to finish above the victory. Is it? He's you're, got yeah, nothing now. You're the host. I, I have nothing. I've already ex- of I've only explained this. No, he didn't say. He said victory will be finished rules. below us. Hey? Well, what? I, I have no Stupid problem with things that. on Facebook. But, bef- but before we add the points up that get victory above or below us, we're going to need to take out the goals that were assisted by the Rojas. They'll still finish double the points in front of us. <laughs> no, they won't. Anyway, because Rojas has scored most of them, and the others he had the assist on. Right, uh, final game of the round, Wanderers at home against uh, Newcastle. Oh, sorry, not home, down at Campbelltown. Uh, Wanderers winning that 2-0. Game was pretty mad. I think the best thing about it was the low crowd and everyone giving shit to the Wanderers for the really low crowd. 9,000, wasn't it? It was, it was like 9,300. So that's a Mariners crowd. It was it was banter central when the, yeah, the apparent it. biggest club in the league can only get 9,000 to an to a apparently home game. But what about Sydney's side of... 11,000. 11, yeah. That's horrific. A Friday night there's, undefeated. There's literally nothing more the team can do to get 11,000. Even if even if you split Sydney in half and go 2.5 million for each, that's shit. That's just shit. Yep. But more engagement, less results, more 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 results. Is this a, this is an Arnie thing with the le- less engagement sort Probably. of thing? Probably. Yeah. But I don't really think, it, think of but it as something the, that's Arnie's problem. The funny thing it's is, the, is that Sydney's a winning town. As soon as a Sydney team starts winning, people come. The biggest example of that is the Roosters. Yeah, but, but now they are winning. Sydney, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When a team, usually when a Sydney team's winning, the f- fans flock to it. But for some reason, They're Sydney not. FC fans, or the, the fringe fans, aren't, still aren't coming. Mm. Yeah, well, it was because it was they're in Western Sydney now. Yeah, it was. It was good. Fair point. It was good that who uh, do engage with their fans. It was the good. capo left. It was good that the Jets lost, um, but it was bad in a way as well because the Wanderers were only on fifteen, and now they've jumped the Jets and now we're even the best result away. in that so, game for us would have been a draw. But well, oh even well. even that would have been. I tipped bad, a draw, but, but um, unfortunately, it wasn't. It just wasn't good. But we all tipped a draw, except how, how are we going on the except tips? for one person who tipped. A team that didn't win. Damn, Ad. Uh, you picked Newcastle and they lost. I only you tipped did. them because of the table. Get out. That's why I thought I'd point that out. All right, well, how are we going on the tips? Come on. How are we going on the tips? Well, we've only uh, we've only had one more week since I actually updated us on the tips. <laughs> so we've got um, Jimmy. Jimmy on 29 points is in equal third with Fuck, I've slipped. No, you're still with me. And no, we were second though, weren't we? No, yes, we're equal second still. Right. Third. Second. Oh, there's only four of us. Yes, however. 
we're one point. <laughs> I think there's well, four equal, people. Equal think, third would mean that there's a first, a second, and then third is like shared with fourth. We're, we're, so we're, so we're equal second. Do you mean equal second? We'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't work. So out. who's last? Hard. And so last Me. is Luke. Did I get any? The week just gone. Uh, you got one point. Who did I get? Sydney. Well, that was the easy well, tip. Well, that's the obvious tip. That's why I got it. So, do we all we all had to beat the Mariners, didn't we, for the first one? Yeah. That's I, BS. I pick City. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I no, re- I'm kidding. If I rewind the tape, that's not what I thought. Well, I'm thinking I got Sydney. What was... I tipped Brisbane, didn't I? You didn't. What did I tip? A draw. <laughs> Damn. Jimmy and I tipped I was. Brisbane. It was close. All McLaren right. scored the, pretty the late. The listeners have had enough of this. Except just... What are you high-fiving for? Because we got a tip and you didn't. Because we're losers. <laughs> I'm still it's in the, front. It's the best we've Shut got. Shut up. But we're one. All right, we're joined by National Youth League coach, Ben Khan. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. Um... I'm going to say unlucky loss in the weekend. You were the better team over the 90 minutes. Um, 3-0 is not a flattering result, but, um, you know, two of those goals come in the last couple of minutes. Um, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, look, I don't think 3-0 was a, uh, a true reflection of the game. I think that we were by far the more dominant side. I think we showed much more intent, which we had to, to go on and win the game. Uh, we were hurt by the early goal that we conceded that that wasn't the plan uh, and that was that worked right into Sydney's hands they would have they would have come here knowing that uh, if they score first it it would you know then they could sit back in and uh you know defend as they did and not throw too many numbers forward how annoying is that first result against the AIS now in Canberra oh, heartbreaking <laughs> heartbreaking uh look there there were some there were some factors uh, beyond our control that affected some selection in that game uh you know which ended up hurting us uh we also missed some so, so you know four or five golden opportunities to score we also lucky wales scored in the last minute that was ruled uh, ruled as offside and uh the video and the pictures clearly show that he was onside. So, yeah, look, that, that game ultimately was the one that killed us, not, not the Sydney one. So it's hard um, on the weekend, obviously, Poscalero and Fatih come into the lineup. Um, a young player like Gianni Stensness, is that how you say his yeah, last Stensness, name? Yeah, Stensness, yeah. Um, who I've watched, a, I've watched a lot and he looks really, really good mm. there at centre-back. And how hard is that to have to tell him to not that he's not going to be there on the game and he wasn't even on the bench? Uh, yeah, Gianni was on the bench. Oh, was he? Yeah, Gianni was on the bench. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. the team G- sheet was wrong. <laughs> no, no, Gianni came on into the game. Oh, did he? Uh, late on, yeah. Oh, he came on with about on 10 to go. Someone sheet. wasn't watching? Someone, <laughs> he wasn't on the team sheet. <laughs> Were you there? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, Luke. He, he wasn't, wasn't on the yeah. team sheet. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so you just lost three points for fielding an illegal player. Yeah, can, yeah, can we replay well, it? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. That was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's look, difficult for Gianni. Uh, he, he's, been, he, he's been a real... Um, Real shining star in the MIL campaign. He's one of our youngest players. He's, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's physically beyond his years. He's intelligent beyond his years. Uh, look, he, he understood, uh, and all the players have understood throughout the season that should an A-League player come back down and, and they're the one that misses out. Well, that, unfortunately, that's the way the MIL works. Um, look, it's probably not the ideal environment 
uh, in my opinion, for A-League players to come back. But it is the only the only route back to recovery for players in rehab at the moment. So someone like a Pappas as well, who has to then move into midfield, mm. do you guys get the chance to train in sort of that way, having those two there at centre-back and all that sort of stuff? Or do you just have to wing it on the day? We had an idea early in the week that we may get uh, Fatty and Poscolero. Uh, so we were able to prepare Reese. Uh, but in terms of having Jacques and Posco in our lineup, they only trained with us the two days leading into the game. So, uh, look, we, we got some work done, but it was minimal time uh, in terms of uh, bringing them to, to the way we've been playing into our structures. And, and to be honest, it hurt us in the in, in the first 20 minutes. It was uh, we didn't hit the rhythm that we we have been hitting in recent games yeah. until, until they had an idea and we were able to coach them on the run and they were able to adapt. Sadly, that was the finalisation of the youth campaign this season. Um, so what happens next? Will the players go straight into the into Premier League squad uh, or training or will they continue to train with the A-League squad? So the bulk of the squad have two weeks off. Uh, there are some. So at the moment, Lockie Wales, Steve White and Reese Pappas are now pretty much full-time with the first team. Uh, but but other than those three, yeah, the bulk will have two weeks and then they're straight back into training and we, we prepare for the MPL. Um, what's happened to Peterson? We haven't seen him lately. or well, we saw him on the weekend, but he wasn't playing. Uh, okay, yeah, good question. Uh, Ryan Ryan has been... Look, it's been unfortunate for him. He's been in a bit of limbo because he's been 17th man for the first team for, for many weeks, uh, which has ruled him out of MIL games because he's travelled travelled away or been on the team sheet and on the training schedule of the first team. Um, uh, so this week, we just the decision was that um, with the magnitude of the game, he hadn't trained with us. He, he hasn't played with us, and it was, uh, it, you know, with, with Fatty and Posco, they were in because they were they need the minutes in their legs to be eligible, or you know, to, to put themselves in the in the window for the first team games. But uh, Ryan was of a fitness level already that he didn't need the minutes as such. So, uh, yeah, you know, ba- based on players that have trained with us and team building, we yeah we decided to leave him out. Um, we briefly spoke with a Sydney fan on the weekend. He was saying um, about the contracts of the players that a lot of them were actually run out halfway through the season. Is that the case with some of the squad? Through through due, MPL? due to age, due to um, age restrictions for our clubs. Uh, no, so uh, no. All the boys that we have on our roster now are eligible for the whole MPL season. But okay. the ninety-six born boys can't play another NYL season. So their contracts will finish at the end at of the MPL? end of the MPL, okay. yeah, yeah. And then we'll redo the contracting and recruitment for the next NYL slash MPL. Right, okay. Yeah. One thing that uh, I think I've been impressed with, and I think there was a lot of new people there on the game at the weekend as well, which is really good to see, and I've seen a few people make some comment on it, is that the way that the boys executed the game plan for most of the game, besides the first sort of yeah. opening half an hour, that they were really impressed with how they did execute it, um, maybe compared to sometimes how the first team has been executing Mm -hmm. it in the A-League because we obviously want to go from the top down as well. Mm -hmm. How impressed are you with all those young boys executing that game plan in eight weeks, less? Look, look, I I can't be prouder of them. Uh, Was it new for you as well? The game plan, or uh, did, you, did you have to adapt in look, any way? Within within the within the playing style, the club playing style, uh, we we adapted a few things uh, based on how opponents were set up. 
uh, and we found that most of our opposition uh, set up in similar ways. So we were able to build some continuity to our games. Um, uh, but in terms of the possession-based, um, uh, you know, playing style and, and, and the high-pressing playing style, I, I look, it, it's, it's generally how I've played in the past as well. So it wasn't new for me, but to, to bring it to life in eight weeks with a completely... Uh, you know, a group of players that most of them hadn't met before uh, was was a really, really uh, positive experience. I was really proud of them. So, if you had a if you had a choice, and this would be a difficult one, if you had a choice of A League players that you could add to the squad of guys that you've had down there that would actually have had a really good impact to the squad, um, how would you choose that? So, A League players from our club. So okay, uh, look, look, Josh Bingham was fantastic for us uh, when when he played. Um, so why didn't he play on the weekend? Because that was my big question. Uh, look, um, with with the Roy sending off scenario, yeah, that's um, what we assumed. It, yeah. it, it meant that it meant that you know Bingham was then in the running for a position against Perth and. Um, Paolo wanted those options available without compromise, which is completely understandable. Uh, you know, should Bingers have played in our game and got injured, there wouldn't have been a recognised number nine available for Perth this weekend. Yeah. Um, so that was a, that was a decision that was it was pretty straightforward. Fair enough. But Bingers could have complemented the style, or Abs- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Look, he, he he destroyed Sydney FC when we played them down there. He w- he was fantastic. Uh, and and every time he's played for us in in the MIL, he's been he's been excellent for us. Yep. Who else would you? Um, tough one, tough one. I mean, you'd expect most most of the first team boys to come down and have a positive impact. Um, Mr. Peterson, I assume. Yeah, yeah. So of the age eligible boys, obviously yeah. Ryan Peterson, Adam Berry, Trent Bahaja, uh, that they all had they have all been part of the. Um, the eight-week training squad and and and, and the, you know all the sessions and, and and the team building they would have all been positive for the team but uh, you know it's it's good for it's good for them and it's good for the club that they're they're above us at the moment mm. and I think that speaks volumes about your thoughts about the squad you obviously had a good squad and uh, there wasn't too yeah. many holes in that at least in your mind no um, no we we the squad was great it looked like if Papa's um, uh, kick doesn't hit the crossbar. We probably the game's a different game on the weekend. So um, yeah, look, look, the squad was great. The, I, I, you know, some people will argue with me, but I think we've got excellent depth. I think that the progress that some of those young players are making, I think we've got some really good potential footballers. And are you comfortable that you'll manage to get most of them to return after the end of the NPL season? Is that when the decision making for the next? Yeah, uh, look, but that's probably that's probably thinking a bit too far ahead. I think the NPL season being twenty seven games or whatever it is means that well, look, a lot can happen. There's injury, there's form, there's so it, really you're at the middle. You're far from the end. Um, absolutely. In yeah. fact, arguably, you're not even at the middle yet. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, look. It, 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 in in some in some conversations, the NYL has been described as a preseason for the NPL. So. Maybe we can look at it as we're at the end of we're at the end of preseason. Fair enough. Um, I've been asked. Um, someone would be interested to know about the mental toughness uh, required as a youth player. Uh-huh. Not yeah, not saying you are. Um, how do you sort of develop that and coach that into a player? Uh, look uh, again. 
topic for topic for <laughs> debate. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's actually it's actually uh, something I'm. Look, the psychological side of the game is probably my biggest focus. Um, and working with young players, you get players that don't always have the family support, that haven't always have had positive experiences at other clubs. Uh, I'll, I'm happy to use him as an example. We'll take Peter Kikeris for example. Uh, Pete Kikeris was at the AIS. Um, and he was um, not thought particularly highly of in terms of attitude and whatever. He then went to Wanderers. We saw him play against us in the 18s last year for Wanderers, and we really liked him. Uh, we knew we knew through people that knew him he was very unhappy, wasn't being treated well. We spoke to Wanderers. They said, "No, nah, not interested. Uh, not not a great kid. Not not going to be a footballer." Uh, for me, Pete was in our top three performers He's in the NYL. He's a gun. He's a weapon. His, his, uh, look, <laughs> and, and that is exactly comes back to the question that you've just asked. He, uh, you know, we've worked with Will now, at, uh, with Pete. He, he worked with Will in the 20s last year, and, and we've had him in the MYL, and we've just repeatedly worked with him and his mental strength and his attitude. And he, he's an unbelievable human being, and, and it shows in how quickly he's been able to turn around uh, someone with some level of ability to a, a real potential A League football, footballer. Yeah. It's like his own mental toughness there as well. Yeah. It, it's, so, yeah, look, in answer to the question, it's everything. It's very difficult to go on and have a football career, a professional football career, without real belief in yourself, real ability. Just thought of for some reason was that the Young Socceroos uh, mm. training camp, Barry, when named in it, two players that you've worked with really closely. Yeah. I think that gets sort of overlooked a bit on your behalf because you essentially coached them for a whole season. And now they're playing for the young Socceroos, so that makes, that must make you feel pretty well. Yeah, look, look, it's um, every time every time a player that you've worked with goes on and has some success, uh, it's it's a you know, it's a really nice feeling. You feel really proud of them. But I always maintain that as coaches, we, we're not we can't really take credit. If, if a player has success, it's their it's their achievement. Uh, we we only we can only give everything we've got for a part of their journey uh, and. Ultimately, if the player doesn't have the makeup and doesn't have doesn't have it within themselves to do it, they won't. So when you know, look, that's their achievement, they've, they've they've been brilliant. Those two boys. That's a very humble answer, Benny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the MPL season coming up, I guess how does the recruitment work with that? Because the squad size is going to have to be bigger, isn't it? Uh, so we we will our squad will just roll over yep. uh, and we have a pretty much a 20 man squad but then we have recruited larger numbers in our 20s and 18 so yep. between those three squads I, I anticipate there'll be a fair bit of movement which is good I think the boys that will come in and out of form which is the nature of, of young footballers the consistency isn't always there um, so with that level of movement we, we've got more we, look, we've got more depth than we had last year uh, there's still a couple we need to add uh, but but I'm, I'm much more confident going into this year's MPL than I was last year. So the draw comes out uh, this week, doesn't it, on Friday, Suppo- I think? Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Um, is there any pre-season games lined up or anything like that to get the boys... Yeah, there are there are there are preseason games. Uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me. We, we're just working through that today. Um, we, we will probably announce that once the regular season games get announced as well, so that can all tie in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Um, okay, you've already alluded to a couple of names already. Um, who do you see coming through to the the first team? Well, look, Lock- Lockie Wells and Steve White are 
uh, you know, on the fringes now. Um, Just one thing on that. A little, a little birdie told me on the weekend that apparently Waddy came to training uh, when Wormsy was here one day and Wormsy said, go home, you're unfit. And it looks like he's worked his ass off. He's, now he's... Now he's, you've basically made him the captain of the yeah. ML side. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that conversation. I wasn't, I genuinely wasn't aware <laughs> of that. Um, but I know that Whitey had a tough time last year. Yeah. He, um, you know, he had some, some problems away from football. Uh, he was un, unsure about his future in football. Uh, and uh, look, he is, he's been unbelievable. He's yeah. led, he's led the team. He's, uh, look, he's great, and he's he, every time I watch him in the first team, he competes and and he does he does really well. So, look, I, I, I you know he he's a year older than Lucky Wales, so there's a bit more pressure on him to make it happen quicker. Um, but but I, you know, obviously, I hope he 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 can achieve something soon. Do you try and do you try and poach from the other teams with the interest of the first team in mind, um, or how do you seek other players to join your roster? Uh, <laughs> look. There, uh, with the with the four clubs in New South Wales, obviously being quite close to each other, there is there is some level of of turnover between clubs. Uh, the academy directors generally have a good relationship, and it's done above board. So I wouldn't call it poaching. I think if we were interested, for example, when we when we were interested in Pete Keris, we we went through the right process uh, to to see where he stood with them. Uh, we we had a we had a significant trial process. Uh, for the MYL, which was ultimately our trial process for the MPL as well, so we boys that didn't necessarily make the MYL were offered spots in the twenties and eighteens, if they were good enough. Some were not offered anything. No worries. I think that's pretty much it for this week. It's a shame we're not going to see your, your team this weekend at mm. the final, but um, it's a shame. Yeah, came pretty close. Yeah, look, it's. Uh, I know. I know how much it meant to everyone at the club and to myself and the players and, uh, and fans that it would have been great to have had the game, uh, the home grand final. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. So, well, MPL was brilliant. A uh, great watch last year. So I look forward mm. to it again this year. So yeah, well, look. Hopefully, look, we we weren't happy with the outcome last year. It was we, we didn't do as well as we should have done. It was uh, entertaining though. After the season we had in the A League, it was refreshing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Josh is nodding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look. The the plan is to compete at the top end of the table this year. So we'll we'll, we'll do our best to uh, to give you that sort of entertainment at that end. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Benny. Well done. Cheers, Thanks, Benny. guys. Thank you. <laughs> All right, before, you know, we all go stir-crazy. And before we lose everyone listening. Thursday night, the Big Blue. Australia Day, should be good. What do you reckon? Fired up. Just trying to keep things a little bit calm. Yeah, try and stay calm now. I'm hoping Um, for a... I want victory to win just so the invincibility shit goes away. Yeah, that shit's... But I also want plenty of goals and red cards and yellows. I would love that. Well, they they should get close to fifty thousand. That um, Eddie had. Oof, that crowd will be pumping. Even though it is Eddie had, but it still should be pumping if it's nearly a sellout. Yeah, not as good as watching football at Amy, obviously, but it should be should be fun. And Moro, what are your thoughts on this game? Victory are going to win this game. They're going to put all of that um, Sydneyness under the carpet because really they're just a bit of a wolf in sheep's clothing. And my Melbourne Victory team that will finish. 
below us on the table is going to beat Sydney. That sounds swell. I said I want victory to win, but I'm not entirely sure whether they will because they don't have a great run of form going into the game. No. I think do. victory are going to bounce back and get this. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying draw. I'm going to go victory just because I think they'll be well rested after a tough couple of weeks um, with a lot of games, I think. Uh, big occasion, big crowd, they'll put an end to Sydney's run. Victory for me. Right, next game, the Jets are at home against City. In I don't get to do this co- voice. It's in Coffs Arbor. It is. I don't get to do this voice because we don't do stupid things. I was going to say, yeah. it's the only time we hear it. Yeah. It's so a big, it's going to be... Does that mean we're supposed to talk stupid? So Dean Heffernan will be in Coffs Harbour and not able to come to the retro round. Oh, so he's doing the stuff for Fox. Yeah, How unfortunately. Dare he. Uh, it should be interesting well, to see, see what sort of crowd they get because the Jets think that it's weird. Everybody north of Newcastle up it's, to probably like a, Tweed Heads is apparently a Newcastle Jets fan. Really? Apparently. Apparently. That's the way... That's, 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 their, that's their territory. Even though that's Tweed their, is, like, closer to Brisbane? Yeah. That's, like... I think... Or maybe it's a little bit more south than Tweeds. Maybe it is up to Coffs, but... that's Byron. sort of That's sort of their catchment. I'd think. say their catchment is probably... To Tari. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah, Tari. That's yeah. as far as their catchment would go, I imagine. Be, it'd be mm. interesting to see what sort of crowd they get, but they're obviously going to get a pretty big crowd of bandwagoners because of the KL factor. So. I thought it was like yeah. Hamilton to sort of Waratah be their catchment. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be lucky if they've got that, really. But Yeah, it's just a broad meadow to Maitland. <laughs> it's quite a distance. I think City. City will win. Comfortably. Jets, Jets look pretty shit on the weekend again. So I'm going to go City. City for me, yeah, mate. Yeah, City. City for me too. Whitewash. Right, we host Perth Glory at 5.35 on oh, Saturday. I'm so excited. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to hey, it. What, okay, what, what are our chances? What do we have to do? How, how do we stop Castro? Uh, uh, we need to try and kill Castro like we did last <laughs> time game. Someone needs to kneecap him when he gets off the plane. It's the only way we're going to stop him. Someone give him a dodgy lasagna. Um, well, I think it's it's going to need to be a Monty boss around the midfield yep. fest. Um, you know, he's basically carried the team for the last season and a half, if not more. Um, but it's unfortunately going to be up to him again because McGing, if he goes back into the midfield against Castro, his inexperience is going to cost him against him. So it's going to be up to Monty. To I can see a lot of diving in, a lot of you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm he's, going to, he's going to celebrate his new um, citizenship by yelling "Straya" <laughs> swear word at uh, <laughs> Perth players. Um, so yeah, he's going this to probably gossip, fall. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. This Simon. is my house. <laughs> all right, all right, Simon. Um, what is no. Simon angry at this week? I wonder. I don't know. Everything. Simon probably. who? Matt Simon. Oh, good answer. Like, what? Simon, who? Are you talking answer? about Simon Hill? I was like, what? <laughs> Very Too many answer. Macca's nuggets of the same shape. <laughs> um, I think Josh Risden is going to be dangerous down that right side. Um, who's He is leaving Perth at the end of the season to apparently go to the Wanderers. And apparently Scott Neville is going back to Perth, which is peak A-League. They're the A-League merry-go-round. But so we don't have any transfer rules. So stupid, exactly. Yeah. So... Um, but re- regardless, we have to deal with Risden <laughs> on the weekend, and um, that's not going to be easy at all. So it'd be in- interesting to see what we do with our line. These two are laughing while Luke's talking, <laughs> and I don't know what the hell they're laughing about. <laughs> it's just a, 
Don't worry. It was, we're just shaking our heads in disappointment at the no transfer rules, and we just looked at each other oh. and went, yep, that not was a, it. Why do we follow this not league for? <laughs> That's it. A-League oh, out. I don't even <laughs> like soccer anymore. I'm, I'm going to go play lawn bowls instead. Right, it, so the decent so game hard. of the night will be at 7.50, Brisbane Raw at home against the Wanderers. Brisbane. Harsh. Brisbane should win. Carly, where are you going to pick, mate? I don't know. Where's this game? Uh, Suncorp. Brisbane. I'm already disappointed about the result of our game, so it's tough to pick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> I'm going to pick a draw just because I can't pick either one. I'm going to go Brisbane because Wanderers are still too inconsistent. Yeah, I'm sticking with Brisbane. Yep, Brisbane can do it. Yep. Brisbane. Yeah, I'm going to jump off the fence actually. Got to go Brisbane. I'm going to go Brisbane. Yep. Right, final game. But I'm, but I'm taking the t- Brisbane. I'm tipping Perth in our game though. Final game. Adelaide at home against Wellington. Oh, Adelaide uh, and well, Adelaide both played off Wellington losses. at home the other week when Enrique scored a double far out. This draw again. I think Adelaide could do it again. Victory? Can nobody yeah. get any points somehow? Victory? Victory full. No one's asleep. Can there be a fall? Yeah, watch the cables. Jesus Christ. Can we have a no point forfeit? Because that's the only way it's going to benefit us. I'm going to go draw just so both teams only get one point. Yeah, I'm going to go draw, but unfortunately, I think Adelaide are going to win. I'm going to go Adelaide. Yep. I hate to say it. Mm. I don't want them to get any more points, but what if and they And if do? they win, then we really do have to win. That's trouble. Right. That's pretty much it for this week's show. Um, if you're still here, thanks. I don't know how you do it, but, you, but well done. Thanks for hanging in there. So I just want to do a quick shout-out to Todd, who listens. I don't know how you made it this far, mate. And um, shout out to Simon Mayo, who works for the BBC, who gave shout me a shout to, out. Shout out to everyone who's still fucking listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the rain. It's the rain. <laughs> We've got some Blame the humidity. Energy. It's thank too you, hot. Thank you, Sidelines. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. The river broke, the bloodwood, and the desert oak, Only we had um, some video. Josh and I were just doing some interpretive dance. I, uh, I <sighs> turned a, a robot sort of dance into a, uh, a mosh dance. I'm fucked after that. That's like the most exercise I've done since like this this morning. I have to go and edit this. Sorry about that. There's another six hours. So, um, we should have put in some, um, alternate facts. We could do that. We could do that right now. We could do an the, Mar- the, Mariner, the Mariners have the highest season average crowd, period. Eddie Bosnar is the Mariners' greatest ever player, period. period. <laughs> Eddie Hunt is the greatest Mariners fan in the world, period. (laughs) Eddie Hunt makes sense, (laughs) period. There are still listeners listening to this tribe.
period. I reckon Rebecca is. Rebecca, are you listening? And Ian, he's our biggest fan. According to and him. Fred, eh? don't believe what you hear from him. That's just according to him. It's a alternate fact. Oh, whoops! 